Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O. V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. Hi, guys. Hi. Dude, this episode is batshit hilarious. This episode is batshit crazy. Casey could not understand. <laughs> she was like, wait a second. You're telling me you wore that hat just for that ending? Just for yep, that one but it's shot? Worth it. Yeah, but it was worth it. I was it. like, yeah, yeah. She was like, what the hell are you wearing? And I was like, it's just wait to pay just off. Wait. <laughs> Um, I think this is one of the funniest episodes. I mean, if if you like the silly ones, this is one of the best episodes, the silliest, funniest episodes in five seasons. This is probably, first of all, I'm not going to say it's the silliest one. But it's up there, dude. It's, There's an it's, ostrich it's wearing pretty, a kango. Yeah, yes, yes. It has, uh, it has some really, 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 out there moments. I will there's say a that. Robot, there's a robot. There's a robot. There's a Jewish robot. <laughs> yeah. I, why, and, then, and then the joke, why did I make him Jewish? My parents are going to kill me. Uh, but dude, I, I laugh. I had to pause to laugh because I was yeah. missing shit. That's how funny. So if you're listening to this show, guys, and you're not always going back and watching them or you're not watching along, you have to go back and watch this one because it is really, really, really funny. For some reason... These last two episodes, I don't. I remembered shooting these last two episodes, and uh, I remembered watching these last two episodes. For some reason, these are two episodes that I've seen quite a bit. It's my big bird, by the way, five oh eight, right, Joel? Yeah, and, my big um, bird. It's uh, written by Deb Fordham and uh, Rob Greenberg, who's become a uh, was always a big showrunner, and I, he was married to Gabby Allen Greenberg, mm-hmm. one of our main writers, and now he's become a, a big filmmaker. But he did a really good job. It's also really well directed. And um, 
I don't know. I I, I want to catch up with you, but I, I couldn't I couldn't be on the Zoom and not be like, how fucking How funny crazy was that was episode? That episode? I, was, yeah. I, I took like, I, we're not going to get to everything I wrote down. I, I, I filled a page of notes with just the cold open. Oh, shit. You went hard. Dude, you went I was hard. laughing. I was sitting here like this, like with my head in my hands laughing. Yeah. I remembered making this episode. There were so many great moments in it. Anyway. How, how are you? How's I'm life? I'm great. Life is good. You know, I, uh, I'm i still a bit under the weather. Right. The, but you don't have the Delta. I do not have the Delta. People are getting I, that Delta left and right, bro. Yeah, but listen, it's not... Okay, so here's where the misinformation is coming in. Yes, there are breakthroughs. But the number of breakthroughs compared to the number of people not vaccinated is fractional. Let's put it that way. The people that are getting it that are not that are that are not vaccinated is yeah, gi- a, a, a ginormous compared to the they're people gonna shut, that they're going to fucking reshut down LA County. Once. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we thought we, you know, when they said a hundred million people in America, that wasn't enough to reach herd immunity. Did we even make it to a hundred million? I don't know. But listen, here in New York City, we're in much better shape. He pantomimed smoking a cigarette. I know you guys are doing well there. A lot of people got well. A, not a good. I mean, there. not. I mean, I know a few people that got it, and 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 they're lucky, and they're double vaccinated, got it, and they they said it's it's not. You know, the vax makes it not bad. They have like a bad cold. But then I know another guy who got it who had who had both uh, vaccinations and said it was bad. He said he had a fever. I mean, not hospital bad, but he said he had a fever for eight days and he was in bad shape. Right. So that's anyway, the thing is that's the crazy thing is is they're saying that you know. It's a few breakthroughs, but it's crazy how we seem to know people that the breakthroughs are happening to. Well, I think everyone will start to to know people. It's just, it's just, uh, you know, with the, the, I mean, to be blunt, not enough of the country is willing to get vaccinated, so we just have to do it the hard way. It's just going right. to be like people are going to get the fucking Delta now, yeah. and and then we're just going to wait till everyone's had it or been vaccinated. Yeah, but even if you had it, doesn't mean you. All of this doesn't mean you can't get it again. That's the problem. So it's like, you know, there was this movie and the band played on back in the day. And it's about, you know, how AIDS, how they almost, they had AIDS contained. And it was something like we we could contain it if we just make this move. And people didn't want to make the move. And, you know, for 10 years, 20 years, HIV AIDS uh, wrecked havoc in uh, a lot of communities, right? It'd be a damn shame if we were this close, like it seemed, to getting rid of this virus. And because a bunch of people, you know, I can't, I I, I don't want to go down this path and and freaking blame people, but I will say, I I, I do want to say this. I get you can't convince anybody to do this, uh, but this thing isn't going to go away because... Back, people didn't vaccine. I'm yeah. just gonna put it out I there. Mean, you, yeah, That's you real can, talk. If, if I, you want to say it, if you want to say it in the most benign way, you just right. did, which is don't don't. I, I'm not. You can't force anyone to do it. But the reason this is coming right back around is because yeah. not enough people got vaccinated. That's um, it. And I'd be livid if I had kids too, man, because the kids are vulnerable. The kids can get it. And and ugh, anyway, sorry. Let's get off. Let's change topics. I'm, I was in such a good mood from watching this episode. I'm getting all worked up. Okay, well, let's not do that. I know how to change topics. What you trying to get into a day or soon? What you trying to do? Fried chicken. 
Now, listen, Casey's theme song, we have to say, uh, was written, uh, I think it premiered in the previous episode. It that did. It's, but we didn't, we didn't um, ever explain it. It's lyrics and melody by Zach Braff, vocals and harmonies by Donald Faison, and produced by Jessica Weiss, our friend, who is blowing up. She's Carrie She's Brothers' wife. right now. Well, She's on Carrie Fuego. Brothers is her husband. How about that? Yes, Carrie Brothers is her husband. Carrie Brothers played um, instruments on the hit Casey Jingle track. Uh, but we want to thank Jess, who did it. She's she's really blowing up as a composer right now. She did that new uh, Camilla Cabello Cinderella, which is uh, is that out yet? It's out. No, right? it's not. No, it's not out. Joelle, By is this it out? Time it might I'm be checking out. the Amazon release date. By this date. time, it might be out. But uh, we're really proud of her because she's she's blowing up and she's doing really really well. Um, and when you see the Camilla Cabello Cinderella, which looks really really fun, um, that's her. And it wasn't like it is like big, like full orchestra shit. Not like yeah. her and a guitar and a keyboard. Like she did it. Right. Anyway, so thank you, Jess, for producing the Casey thing song. I'm um, Casey. We're gonna make it a ringtone, right, Joelle? You're on that. Because yes, I'm a on lot it. of it's you. In yeah. process. Casey, Casey came. Casey made sure to remind you guys. Yo, when so when's my shit gonna be a ringtone? Yeah. First of all, Casey loves that. Casey loves her theme song, and she was very excited about it. And then she quickly was like, "When's that shit gonna be a ringtone? And yeah. when can I get it as my ringtone?" Casey, yes. come down here. I don't know nothing about raising these fools. Tell me what, what to do. I don't know nothing about raising these kids. kids. And that's, that's what, what it is. is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cinderella comes out uh, in a week. So uh, check it September out because 3rd. it looks really good. And um, she can really act, Camille Cabello. And, uh, and the music's amazing. So there you go. I'm plugging our friend Jess Weiss. There you go. Let's get into the show. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved the hate. I just can't believe how much is packed into this episode. Like every every ten seconds, there's a huge funny bit. Dude, for, first of all, I wanted just to say it opens up with you pulling into the parking lot of this uh, quickie mart. I guess it would be yeah. would, would it, right. Yeah, and uh, look smooth on the scooter, dude. You look like you knew what you were doing. You jumped off, looked kind of cool on the. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I always. That's always something. It would. I know you, and I know how much you ride. Motor, you ride motorcycles. You ride scooters. I ride my you bike around Manhattan, which is advanced. Why is that advanced? I don't understand what that means. Riding a bicycle around Manhattan is like double black diamond. Like you, you every, everyone wants to kill you. <laughs> everyone wants to kill you. And not now, the, not, not to digress. Not if you take the bike trails. Not to dig, bro. Mm. Not to digress from your point, but what's happened since I've been here in Manhattan is that. There's so many delivery men on electric bikes, and some of them are electric scooters. And obviously, the police don't have the manpower to like fucking regulate any of this. So these dudes are on the sidewalks. They're going the wrong direction. It's fucking mayhem. And oh, you just got to be like, it's like Frogger, but death. It's like Coruscant. I don't know what Coruscant is. That's where it's they do bad. the racing, speed racing in Star Wars. No, no. it's not. No, 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 no. no. 
Coruscant is the capital of the universe in Star Wars. That's where the Empress. Oh, Joel, that's where you the just Jedi got Star Wars trivia wrong. Joel, you just got sure, Star sure, Wars trivia wrong. I'm sure they, I'm Coruscant, sure they do race. I'm Wait, sure I meant they to hit the boo. Race on Coruscant. Where's my boo? <laughs> That's the toilet. You that can have works. a toilet, Joelle. Thank I'm sure, you, Zach. I'm sure, that's not cool. Respect the queen, bro. Respect I respect the queen. the queen, but the queen got Star Wars trivia wrong, and I'm really upset about it. It happens to everyone, dude. Respect you never get Star Wars trivia wrong. Absolutely, I do. Really? Absolutely. Who lives in the Dagobah system? Well, there's Yoda. <laughs> but he, he, he exiled himself there. <laughs> Thank you and, both for responding to my uh, text because sometimes you guys ignore me. But when I, I saw there's a giant new Star Wars Lego ship I sent you yeah, guys. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's well, huge, Donald. It's beautiful. You know, what it's huge, it? Donald. What, what ship is it? is it? Wait, what was it? Joelle, what ship is it? I got to look. I don't remember. Oh, it was like Joelle. 1,200 pieces. It looked Joelle. really cool, though. Wow. <laughs> wow. Respect the queen, yo. Sorry. <laughs> Cut that shit out. Just go on the Donald Joel. We pulled Daniel off this one chat for Star Wars related things. Ah, I, I was going to say, I missed this one. No, Daniel. We used to like to include you and stuff, but then what happened was. Your interest, you started saying, yeah, you can miss me on that. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, so we had to cut you off the Star Wars. No, that's Wars. not true. When did oh I ever goodness. say that? That's not true, actually. You said Those that to my never face. You said, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. Didn't he say that, I'm Joel? not as Joel. big of a Star Wars fan there it is. as y'all. No, that's there not it is. what... When did I ever say miss me with that? And then, then, you can't be on a, then you can't be on a text. Bro, that's right, not what happened. That's not what happened. Daniel, Daniel, what happened? I'm the one who started the... Uh, Joel Donald text chain, which is solely okay. Star Wars fan geek shit, because they have no their own podcast that they're going to do called The Black Side. So, Daniel, I didn't think that you wanted to know about like some okay. weird thing on Reddit I find about Star Wars or the, some new Lego ship about Star Wars. Have all of the have all of the group chats you want. I just thought I wanted to make sure that I oh, didn't miss mad. something in oh, the main. Oh, he's Donald. He's mad. Oh, oh jeez, Donald. His feelings are hurt. Look, 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 little, little, a little peek behind the curtain for everybody who's watching. You may remember my first major appearance on the podcast was complaining about Spectrum, and here I am having my own internet issues, and it gets me heated. Okay. I'll tell you what. Okay, but okay. that's that's all. That that's all. So I'm not. Okay. I, I trust me. I'm thrilled to know that there is a Star Wars exclusive <laughs> group chat. I'm just sitting here waiting for a text from AT and T to tell me that the technician's coming to my house. Okay. Imagine Can't just out of nowhere. Imagine out of nowhere, Daniel's like, I don't give a fuck about Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Daniel looks. Daniel looks fuck a bit heated. Star Wars. Daniel's a bit heated. <laughs> He's like, I don't I give a shit. My fucking cable is out. Yeah. That means I can't twitch. Listen, yeah, I can't, can't make it rain. He can't twitch. He can't ride the pole. It's like a stripper having no pole. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> the pole's down. His pole. His pole is down. <laughs> Oh, I had to control it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. Dude, that's funny. you're like oh a stripper God. that's looking at the pole being like, I need the fucking pole up, bro. I need the pole up, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? The ship was Pole's the UCS down. Star Wars Republic gunship, and there are 3,300 pieces to it. Yeesh. Yeah. Donald, you getting that shit? No. Yeah, I'm going to get it. 
Yeah, get it. I like to me. make. I like to get Legos um, to procrastinate. Right, Lego, so, Lego. There's no S. There's oh, no S. No one fucking this. cares, bro. Nobody I cares. Do. <laughs> if I do, there's got to be at least forty-seven people that do. Okay, also. of the thousands or hundreds of thousands of people that listen to this, there's probably seven people that care about the S on the end of the fucking Lego. Sorry, seven people. You're welcome. Seven people. <laughs> I like to get giant Lego projects for when I'm supposed to be writing. And then I say, mm. I'm going to write once I finish the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> a little procrastination that comes with a finished product. Be like, no, yeah. I waste time. Look at this. It's right. beautiful. Look what I've you made. should see Agreed. the things I've made um, in trying not to write, to avoid writing. I'm like. What's the best thing you've made in trying to avoid uh, one writing? Of those, you know those like Lego, like for adults, like like the, the, the houses? It's like in a, yeah, like yeah. a hotel or the restaurant or the barbershop. Yeah. I've made like Absolutely. a fucking street of those. Yes. Yeah. My dream is to have a whole room that's nothing but Legos. Just yeah, a Lego Donald, room. Donald had it. Oh, my Casey goodness. fucking moved Joel. in and ruined it. Joel. I know. I said Legos. I'm so sorry. If there's just multiples of them. An S should be there. It's just not grammatically correct. That's I don't so like stupid, it. Donald. Donald, you got to fucking pick your battles. That's a dumb thing to hang your hat on. I just hate it when people are like, I am such a huge fan. I if you, People don't know this about me. But me, it goes back deep. I love me some Legos. And it's like, wait a second, dog. You're not a huge fan. It doesn't go back deep. It means jack shit to you. Because you know there's. if it did, you would know there's no S That's bullshit. at the end. That's bullshit. Because I'm a huge I fan. It goes back deep. I okay. remember when I first got my first set. I love me some Lego. That's how it is. Okay, I just want to say to you, it goes back deep for me. Yeah. Um, it was my favorite toy throughout my childhood. At 46, I still build with Lego. Thank you. There you go. Respect the, respect the brand. Oh, my God. You're ridiculous. Let's talk about the show because I, okay. we're not going to be able to get to this in, in, in an All right, hour and so half. let's get it. So All right, much. so you pull up on Sasha. Yes, Sasha's then, freshly out of the shop. Yes. Now, if you recall, Sasha was at the bottom of a, of a pothole that was very deep, and so she they somehow resuscitated her <laughs> and brought her back to life. And I, she's finally out of the shop, and I roll her up, and, uh, and, and then the, the quickie mart is robbed, and the cops pull up. And, and the they're, dude that's they're about robbing to the shoot. quickie mark, he has a choice. Do I jump behind the wall <laughs> yeah. or do I jump behind the scooter? And I'm like, the wall! Behind the wall! And he jumps behind the scooter. Yeah, and then they blast the fucking scooter. And I go, who's still shooting? She's down! <laughs> oh, my now, God. Was that was that so it's funny. Was that it's over? You saying cut? No, I was like, it's over! I was just riffing random right. shit. But I, I think that's the first time we've had gunfire on on uh, Scrubs. Yeah, um, that was funny, and um, that was just so silly. Sasha, Sasha, that was very <laughs> funny. That was very very silly. You're very okay. silly. And then and then we go to uh, to the CAT scan <laughs> room, or is it an MRI? I don't know. Don't yell at me, medical professionals. And then I, that, that joke about the Sasha Forever bracelet is so funny. Right, and my scooter Sasha was assassinated, and then you, you go. He loves her. He even wore a Sasha Forever bracelet, and I'm like, I don't wear that anymore. And then my, I only wore it for one week, and then ding, the, right. the magnet goes on, and the bracelet clicks to the machine. That was funny. Yeah, and then I laugh at you, and then I get caught, and then Turk gets caught with the with his watch. Oh, my watch! Yeah, you can't have that metal in that room. No, I guess not. I didn't know. Carla, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they ask. They like ask you nine times when you have that done. Like, do you? 
do you have metal on you? Do you have metal implants? Do you have metal in your mouth? Like you can't have metal in that room. So this is where all of the silliness really circles around. If you had money, yes. Carla asks, cause she wants to win the lot. The lottery's up and it's up to a hundred million dollars. Carla gets lotto fever and starts convincing people in the hospital to buy lotto tickets so that they can all draw so that when they draw together, if the hospital wins a hundred million dollars, everybody's rich, right? Right. She then proposes the question, asks the question, or somebody asks her the question, if you had a hundred million dollars, what would you do? Carla <laughs> would make it so Turk has a baby. Yeah. Has the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Carla clearly doesn't want to be pregnant because her fantasy, what she would spend her hundred million on is making her husband pregnant. Right. <laughs> You Which look is, good with that belly, though. Totally, man. It's it, not an image you see. You could tell. You could tell the baby had turned by that point too. You know, yes, what I mean? the it baby had turned. Had totally you, were, turned. You, were, you were probably dilated, most likely. Yeah, seven or eight centimeters. In the I don't body. know how many centimeters. <laughs> well, I guess it's, it's your asshole, reason? right? It's going to be an ass. Yeah, baby. It's, it's going to come out of your. your it's not going to come oh, out of your boy. urethra. No. <laughs> It has to be an ass baby. If they ever, they made this movie, right, with Schwarzenegger. And in the movie, how did, is it a C-section? How did they discuss in the movie? I don't know, but there's a labor scene and he's pushing. So I don't know that it's a C-section. Oh, so it must be an anus baby. Gotta be an ass baby. Joelle, can you Google how Arnold Schwarzenegger delivered the baby in that movie? What was that movie called? Pregnant? (laughs) Kindergarten Cop? No. (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger has had a very, very, very varied uh film career yes that is true i mean look at the look at the look at the the canon it, it goes from uh from all those crazy action movies to kindergarten cop right you know what's it like, called joelle junior junior. junior i'm trying to figure out how the baby was born. yes can you i'm sure there's a reddit thread called how did he possibly give birth <laughs> My guess is it's an ass baby. That's my personal Yeah, I mean, guess. there is only there's only one option. It's not through right. the urethra, so it's an no. ass baby. The baby it's is definitely passed. a C-section. The oh, baby it's a is C-section. Passed. But Donald said he pushed. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm watching the scene on YouTube, oh, and okay. they're definitely slicing him open. <laughs> oh, okay. Is he asleep oh, when they slice him open? No, they say very specifically, you're going to be awake for this. Oh, Donald, you might remember <laughs> oh, that he probably had contractions. Got it. I would have been funnier if they made it an ass baby. I, I don't yeah. like that they chose. I C-section. love the idea of the baby having to travel through the small and lower intestines. To no, get I think they the would body. just connect whatever they implanted in him. They somehow connect to the lower rectum. <laughs> they say it's in his colon. <laughs> push, <I can't>. push. <laughs> like, like you literally shit a baby. Yeah, you, you know that these people who wrote this fucking God. movie must have sat there around the table being like, "So, do we do ass baby or do we do C-section?" <laughs> What was happening in 94 that this I got wish made? I was in that writer's room. I would have been like, guys, I, I'm very honored to be on this project. I'm very grateful. Um, right, I, is... will, I will leave if it's not ass baby. I will walk. <laughs> if, it's, if, if we as a team chicken out and it's C-section, I'm off the project. <laughs> guys, this is the craziest thing I've ever viewed in my entire life. Oh, no. <laughs> what oh, is happening? Boy. All right. So uh, Turk's pregnant. Um that's what now, she would do with the money. Oh, my God. This part's so funny. So um, Elliot's made out with a patient's father, and she comes running into the nurse's station, and you and I are, are standing there. 
And then Carlos says, I can't believe you do that to, to, and then they stop. And then we turn and simultaneously. What, what did you do? Was it you naughty? Yes. Like we say that at the same time, right? <laughs> and then they use their secret technique. They start talking about shoe shopping, which apparently right. makes all men. Uh, Distracted and thinking. Go, totally zone out and, and right. go, you know, go into almost like a trance. It's a hypnotic right. trance. They're just not there anymore. And then she pops us back with the words lace bra. And we're like, huh? And then you go, be specific. And I go, were they D's? <laughs> Dude, this episode had me rolling. It is so fucking silly. Lace bra. Were they D's? Be specific. We were in a trance. All right, so then just because literally every scene has something huge and broad. So Johnny Castle, Doug, has a body that's the rigor mortis is set in, and he needs Ted, Ted the lawyer's help. Right. To, be, to, to help straighten him out because he's not yeah, going to fit in the body bag sitting up. Right, to, <laughs> to hold the legs down, to hold the legs down. So Ted, <laughs> now why, is Ted why is Ted watching the little TV? Is that for the lottery? Yeah, because he's the one that he has, he's the one that told, that's exactly it. Ted's the one that told Carla that the lottery is up to a hundred million. He's right. the one that asks Carla what would she do for the money. He puts the idea in her mind, so he's holding it because. All right, but why is he? I, I don't understand the the idea that he he like the lottery's not going to be announced for like like at least twenty four hours, right? Why is he holding the TV? <laughs> I have no idea. It's just he, he he's passing time. It. He's passing time in the hospital hospital holding a tiny TV. Yes. Okay, so he's got a tiny TV. We we think he's waiting for the lottery announcement. He uh, he lies on the legs. Johnny pushes the patient's dead body down, and Ted goes flying. Flying the out window. the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's the one of that's one of three giant window gags in this episode alone. Okay, so that's Ted and Johnny Castle. Mister Foster dies. Um, right, and then um, and then we then we enter the world of the because when a patient dies. Um, uh, unexpectedly, I'm assuming there's a morbidity and mortality conference, which is what we get called to do. And then the whole structure of this episode becomes really unique that it's that it's flashing back to and from the morbidity and mortality conference. Um, and do you remember the song we made up at this conference? Turn around in urgent yeah. care. Turn, Turn around, around in urgent care. care. Turn, Turn around. Right, so around this is so random that no one will get unless we explain, but. The urgent care section of the hospital was was what we of the old hospital was we used to build uh, sets. So like swing set, sets, yeah, we call them swing sets. Sets that weren't necessarily in every episode. It could be the bar some weeks. It could be Jason Bateman's apartment in the, this week. Uh, it just you know they it would they would swing. They would swing around different sets. And um, this conference we were shooting at a real auditorium like that, and it was so late. And the turnaround, which would be facing that dais with. Cox and, and, and Kelso on it with just a blue curtain. We were all like, couldn't, it's so late. Couldn't you guys just set this blue curtain up in this dais in urgent care? And remember, Randall, the producer, was like, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll talk about that later, but come on, we're going to keep shooting. And we were all so tired. And we all started chanting, turn around in urgent care. Turn around in urgent care. <laughs> we got in trouble for that. Yeah, they didn't like that. But no, no. but but uh, but it was so fucking funny that we remember that this many years later, that that night, yelling, turn around in yeah. urgent care. 
I remember making because the crew got into it too. They were tired yeah. too. They were like, turn around and emerging. It was late. It was late. It was late. <laughs> oh my god! I laughed out loud, dude, at me crawling to Carla's microphone at the on, uh, at the at the conference. <laughs> to freaking talk. Yeah, on that. I can't yeah. find a hot mic, so yeah, I just keep yeah. crawling, and then I just go back and sit down. And he go ask me another question, and I start crawling <laughs> back. <laughs> and he goes, Doctor Dorian, I'm eight feet from you. I can hear you. What I don't know, okay, so we'll get to it at the end of the show also, but Cox is the one that blames everybody for this person's death. He's like, yes. I'm betting it's one of you guys' fault. Yeah, he thinks we fucked up. Right. And we'll get to what happens at the end. Okay. But let's just We also learned that. that JD has a hug schedule, okay? For he and Turk. And others. No, is it just, I think it's others too. All I know is he gives Turk a hug in the morning and-, and Well, you were scheduled for two, and then right. you pissed me off. I, I cross you off. Then you express that you're upset about it, and you hear the voice of her go, he's hurting. Hug him now. <laughs> and then you go to hug me, and obviously I was hurting because I go to hug you too, and then we get interrupted. Was that the waffle foot thing, or is that a different section? I think it's waffle foot thing. Yeah, that's the waffle foot thing, dude. Did you laugh at waffle foot? I cracked up at waffle foot. I laughed so hard at waffle foot. <laughs> I could not stop. Do you remember, doing, do you remember having to put on the, the gag for waffle foot? No, I don't remember it, but I'm sure it was difficult because I'm very ticklish on the bottom of my feet. Like, if I get a massage, I can't, like, they can't, I don't like my feet touched. Like, I, I, I get so ticklish. So I can't imagine how I survived them putting a waffle prosthetic on my foot. <laughs> but it looked great. They did a good job. Okay, do you recall Do you recall the reason why he got waffle-footed? Um, yeah, I think I, I pissed off the cafeteria staff. I wrote this down. Oh, yeah, the calf workers, I... Accuse them of giving yes. me smaller waffles, waffles than others. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And they, I'm assuming this was Troy had something to do with this. <laughs> and, and crazy waffles. eyes, and crazy eyes, Margo. Right. right? <laughs> they got together and they waffled my foot. They waffled your foot, which is like really like that's a brutal. That's, that's like a yeah, felony. That's brutal. That's brutal. That's brutal. That's brutal. Oh, you got to complain about the wall. Then this is what happened. This is this is what this means. One of them was like, complain about a waffle one more time to me. Yep. Just do it one more time. Yep. I'm a waffle your foot. Yep. And JD, with pride and with all of his pride, was yep. like, I'm I'm just saying. Yep. His waffle seems a little bit bigger than yes, mine. Yes. Uh, if you look and at the they, scale, if you look at the scale, my waffles do appear smaller. And at that moment, they grabbed you, took you in back, yeah. and then waffled your foot. I like to think that Crazy Eyes Margo tackled me and, <laughs> and held me down until Troy could come get me. Right, until Troy until Troy subdued. I mean, it's so bizarre. God, this episode has so much. We introduce, uh, first of all, oh my God, the fucking janitor's fantasy of what he would do with the $100 million. Yeah, dude. He would this train is, a shark. Sh right. Casey was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, this is at least a fantasy. I mean- at least this is a fantasy. The ostriches are in the real world. That's the real world. That's real world. <laughs> so the janitor in his fantasy has <laughs> trained a shark. And not only has he trained the shark, but the shark is, is able to communicate through walkie-talkies. Yeah, that's how that's, he spent all of that money. That's what he spent the money on. Right, but the shark isn't just trained to kill. The shark can, will respond to walkie-talkie communication. Yeah, not not only respond to walkie-talkie communication, can understand it, and 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 there's a bunch of com commands. There were at least two. Yeah. What was the first one? Stand down. He goes, wait for him, wait, wait for him, him. and yeah, then he goes, yeah, yeah. the lobsters in the pool. Oh, right. 
So he trained the shark. Sorry, the lobster's in the pot. The lobster's in the pot. So he trained the shark to understand code words also. Yes, the shark is very smart. Very Um, smart, $100 million smart. Yeah, but also, like, does the shark wear a headset or is is the shark... It's, it's implanted. Be, it has it's to be. A, yeah, because I, I when I when I saw it, I pictured the shark had like a walkie-talkie headset. <laughs> the shark's Jabba Jaw. Do you remember Jabba Jaw? They call him Jabba 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 Jaw. No, but this is. Straight I'm the out of... most stupid shark you ever saw. He's a shark that could talk and oh. would walk on land, named Jabba Jaw. Uh, I never saw that, but this was Anna Barbera. It was very reminiscent of Jaws. I think the stuntman had lines tied to my waist. I, I, you had to be on some type of. No, yeah, it wasn't. Something. It wasn't without help. I, you couldn't yeah. have done that. But I think, as I recall, the stuntman had like they were like one on either side of the pool, and they had lines tied to my waist. I probably had like a, a stunt waist belty thing on, and then they were just ripping me around the pool. Crazy. I remember thinking like this is probably gonna hurt tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then we also introduce the legendary floating head doctor in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> what a fuck. Listen, <laughs> what was going on in the writer's room? When I, they were uh, like, we're going to shoot the whole thing. We're I want to we gotta redo this. Thing. We got to redo this episode with Bill because this yeah. is like this is like such a, a tipping point, like crescendo of silliness in the Scrubs like, world. Dude, where did, who was like, we should do a bit where a floating head has to freaking uh I know has, I has always to think they were stoners, CPR they, weren't, they weren't really stoners. I yeah, they had that. to be come on, bro. Think of come think on, of them. Bro. We know them all. They weren't big potheads. There's like some of this is such silly stoner humor. That's what I said to my wife. I was like, babe, this is like the epitome of what it means. And in fact, Deb, who's the main writer on it, was probably right. the most straight laced writer of them all. <laughs> Far from it, right. She was a she was she was and I'm sure is religious and she was very funny, obviously, but she was like the least stonery silly. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be right back with more Floating Head Doctor after these words. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacoba's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacobas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, 
Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. Casey, come Casey. It's a bop, right? It's good. Joelle, don't it's you think it's a, a bop? No, I really, I'm sorry, I'm just signing my head and not giving vocal confirmation that it is fun as hell. It's really fun. And sometimes oh, Daniel, it's it's Daniel the DJ says it's a bop. It's a bop and a half. Really? And the new version is like really clean. Yeah, Justin phoned it in. Great. She really produced the fuck out of it. Yep. It's I like so to sing clean. it when I'm cooking. Cooking my it's hooky. It's hooky. I walk around my apartment singing it. Yeah. Total earworm. Do you think I should write jingles as my side career, guys? I mean, Get we it. got two. We got yes? two hit songs because we got three hit songs. I know. What you I... trying to get into? What you trying to get into? What you trying to do? 
You want to go big on TikTok or jingles? I feel like I could be the new John Tesh. Ooh. I love that. I will be at your Red Rock. That's an old reference that um, young people that listen won't get. We've spoken about it on the podcast. He we was an enter- Entertainment Tonight host. Yeah, yeah. Who wrote Jingles. All right. So, uh, floating head doctor, uh, I yell, body come. Now, my body is down in the gym working out next to Richard Wells. Did you notice Richard Wells? Yes, I did notice Richard Wells. The uh, very handsome African-American man next to uh, my body working out is uh, our best first assistant director of the whole run. Yes, and our and he became the UPM. He became the unit production manager, and he's a really, really amazing guy. Um, and so he had a little cameo there. I think he has a few cameos throughout the yeah, show. Yeah, he also he's directed a few episodes. He'll soon direct a few episodes. Yes, also. he did direct some. Uh, we love Richard. And um, body wipes out into right. a the post. wall. The post. Yeah, a post. Yeah. So I have to do CPR just by slamming my with head. Your, with your head, yeah. <laughs> That's weed, man. That's got to be weed. It's got to be weed. I know, Deb. I know, listen, it's got to be some type of narcotic no, that has it's pushed not. It's You know what it is? It's just hallucinogen. It's, it's something that only happens in really fun comedy writers' rooms where everybody gets so batty and silly and they just start pitching the silliest stuff and everyone's cracking up and they just, you know, it's probably late night and you just come up with some silly ass shit. It's crazy. The ostriches that we've stumbled across now. Okay, hold on. Let's go back. Let's yeah. talk about Jason Bateman being on the yeah, show. Yeah, Bateman. The Jason Bateman. I know why we skipped over it. Because what the fuck is Jason Bateman doing on the show? Like, this could have <laughs> been why. anybody. This could have been anybody. I know the story. Um, Jason and I were friends, and um, Arrested Development and Scrubs were both doing really, really well. And we were at some cocktail party with the head of Fox and the head of NBC. And I had a buzz. And... Um, and Jason and I were chatting, and I was like, I want to be on your show. And he's like, I want to be on your show. I was like, hey, the heads of the different networks are here. Let's go ask them if, we could, if, they'll, if they'll be okay with us being on – you know, it was a party. Everyone was having fun. Right. And, I was, and I was like, hey, so-and-so, can I be on a Fox show just as a guest spot? And he was like, sure. And then, hey, so-and-so, can, can I – Jason was like, can I be on the NBC show? And they're like, sure. And, like, literally that's how it happened. And then we told Bill, and I did a cameo as a never-nude – on Arrested Development. You're um, a fucking never nude. Yeah, I was a never nude on Arrested Development. And then this, so this was Jason's cameo. And I think he, I'm assuming he only was available for like a day because. Dude, I think he maybe had like four lines in the whole yeah, show. Yeah, he didn't have much to do. We should have given him more. But he's, you know, he's Jason Bateman. He's funny doing anything. And, yeah. uh, and, um, but that, that's how it came about. Um, so, so we stumble on the ostriches. Okay, we come across the ostriches. We come across the sign first. Yes. And the beware sign says, of, beware and of, and we see. have to wipe it, and it says birds, and we laugh. And I've got on this silly red Kango. By the way, I was with Brett Goldstein and Bill. Brett Goldstein plays Roy Kent on Ted Lasso. And I was telling him that I was telling Bill, we're about to get to the ostrich episode, and it's so funny. And I watched something hilarious, which was Bill with the giggles. Pitch to Brett, the, 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 the micro plot of of you and I 
And it was hilarious because Bill Bill has an incredible memory. And without watching the episode, he was recounting the shots. He's like, and then and then Brett and then Brett, you see one of the ostrich's legs slowly close the gate. <laughs> They're organized. They're organized. And then I go. And then I go. There yep, goes the, the century. century. There's the goes the century. Every three minutes, like clockwork. So yeah. in the world of Scrubs, everybody, not in a fantasy. No. The ostriches. Ostriches can be trained. Yeah. Can be trained. Yes, go ahead. They were trained. First of all, they they purposefully trapped us by closing the gate. Yes. They treat us. They treat us, yes. <laughs> which I think is a verb. And um, and then they, I fall down because I'm, I want to give you a hug, of course. They had right. to find a reason why JD fell out of the tree. Because he thought it was, a, ever. it was a good time ostr- to hug you. That ostriches, that uh, it's funny to me because I remember how they shot that shit. But the ostrich peeking from behind the tree, yeah, that was the only laugh. that was a fake ostrich. That yes, one. that made me laugh harder than anything because <laughs> I remember how they shot that shit. <laughs> I remember this whole thing. Oh my god! And so yeah, so then the ostrich kicks me through Jason Bateman's window. <laughs> Right, because we find out that oh, because usually, you're, you've, you've, right, you've googled, googled it on your it. phone. They're usually docile creatures, but their kick can kill someone. Yes, and then you hear, <laughs> right, and you go flying through it. Right, and I get kicked into Mr. Sutton's living room, where um, Jason says, um, "Aren't they so majestic? I make belts with their necks." Right, and he pulls out uh, off his belt. Right, and then I get kicked in through the window. Oh my god, the funniest dude is when you go. He go. I go. Why didn't you escape? And you go. I did escape. They were waiting in the car. <laughs> so the ostriches have gotten into the car, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then Jason says, "That's Leon. Loves a car ride." And then I go. That ostrich stole my hat. Right, my Kango. My Kango. Now, now I took a picture of it because I had to. I just I wanted to send it to Bill mm. to just let him know where we're at. But look at this. <laughs> That's too funny. It's an so ostrich cool. wearing a kango. Now, Donald, I don't know if PETA would be down with however they strapped that kango to that ostrich's head. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was done the right way. So yeah, let's it was. Not, let's I'm not. kidding. There's always an animal uh, safety person on set. But that's right. The, the, the ostrich was indeed wearing a kango. It might yes. be the first. Do you think it's the only ostrich who's ever worn a kango uh, uh, in history of Earth? I, I I doubt that. I doubt Why? that. Why? Why can't we be so bold as to because say that? Because you thought of it, and so therefore it's a possibility that it's happened before. I, You know that thing I do in Garden State where my character's like, um, you know, I like to do something I've never thought of before, and I make Natalie make, like, random noises? Because I used to really uh. do that as a kid. I would be like, I had this little weird game I made up as a, as a young kid where I would be like, I want to be original. No one has ever stood on this spot, put their head like this, put their hand like this, and be like, and like I'd make like some weird long noise. And I'm like, no one's ever done that. In the history of Earth, no one has ever done that. Right. And that's why I'd be wrong. And that's why I put it in the Garden State, right? So I'm just sitting here thinking, I think in the history of mankind, no one has ever strapped a kango to an ostrich head. You're absolutely wrong. (laughs) Joelle, your thoughts. Uh I believe that because it looks so cute and sweet when he walked in, which I don't even like birds terrify me. This is honestly my worst nightmare. But if uh, he looks so cute, 
I don't like birds. Uh, they're either like rats with wings and disgusting or horrifying birds of prey uh, that will keep me up at night. Uh, there have been ravens outside my window calling all morning. I don't like it. I close oh, my I windows. Like I like birds singing. Uh, sure, that's pretty, as long as it's very far away from me. I don't like the flapping and in my face. They have, like, beaks of death. I, I, I have like a weird birds. thing with birds in cages. I always feel so bad for them. Because you're supposed to be out there flying in the sky yeah, far I'm away sorry. from us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you listeners who love birds, including my mom, who has little parakeets in cages. It's just, I always feel like, oh, let them fly. I agree. But it's cute. Mm. So, yes, probably other... Uh, ostriches have worn kangos before. I don't know I, if any of them have had red agree. kangos that look this I great. don't agree, Joel. I think guys. that Daniel, what are your thoughts? Has an ostrich guys, ever worn a kango in the history of mankind? Yes. I I don't think so. I think okay. you're original on this one. You honor okay. me. You you, 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 you honor me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay. There um, it is. All right. So there's the ostriches. Now, Somebody yeah. out there's like, fuck y'all, man. I came up with that shit. Right. It's like Eddie Murphy when he was a black member of the Beatles. She loves you, was she loves you, man. <laughs> She's got a ticket to ride with. She's got a ticket to ride, but the bitch don't care, man. <laughs> I forgot that sketch. That's so funny. It was a whole bit about him being the fifth Beatle and being kicked out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, all right. I suggest you take that sarcastic, that sarcastic tone out your voice. <laughs> All right, so um, we learned that uh, Cox it would spend his $100 million putting Jordan in a glass box. Right. So and he Krista, could watch the Krista sport. takes her booby out and, and, it, and it, puts it, it on the glass. It's glorious. It was sexy. Glorious. I don't, I don't mean any disrespect to Bill Lawrence, but his wife's booby in that bra on the glass was Glorious. Sexual. It was glorious. Yep. And she's licking the glass, too? Yep. Donald. Yep. You shifted. I'm not going to say that, man. I don't want, I don't want, listen, man. I, I, I think Krista, who doesn't listen to the show, I'm sure, would be honored that you shifted. Well, then, if that's the case, yes, I did have a little bit of a shift. <laughs> Wait. Oh, Sarah's would spend $100 million building a husband a robot, robot. Yeah, a robot husband. But, and then the husband goes, Mazel Tav. Right. And, and she goes, Oh, why did I make him Jewish? My parents would kill me. Yeah. I didn't realize that, you know, marrying a Jewish man was still considered, I guess, back in the two thousand early 2000s. Of, of, you know, of course there's people that don't want, they, there's so I didn't many know people that, who I didn't are anti-Semitic. They don't want. I didn't know their, that. My point is, I didn't think, I didn't know that Elliot's parents were one of those people. As well, my, they're, as they're, they're, you know, if you remember them, they're like cartoonishly waspy Connecticut, you know. They're not. Right. They're probably not down with the. Well, the, I mean, her Jewish mom robot. is. But her they're mom. Probably, is they would probably would prefer a Protestant robot. <laughs> or Episcopalian robot. Who wears loafers? <laughs> and is really good at squash. <laughs> <laughs> squash is the whitest sport ever. Squash. It's yeah. Up there. You'd probably be great at it, Donald. I do love hitting. I want to play pickleball with you. That's squash, dude, pretty much, isn't it? No. Squash is like rac racquetball vibes, whereas pickleball is um, like... I, don't, I can't see how squash could be considered... I mean, like, handball, hitting a ball against a wall can't be considered, like, white sports because 
white sports, it seems like, were the expensive sports. And I feel like all you need is a wall to play handball. No, it's just like, I mean, it's just a synonymous. With, and, I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I equate it with like the country club and like, sure, do you want to like those guys in trading places? Should we play squash? You know? Right. It's like yes. rich guy racquetball. Yep. Got it. I right, Daniel? Yeah, I, I agree with that. If you see a squash court, it's always like a really like fancy thing and everybody's got their, you know, their nice yeah. whites on. It's like croquet. It very it's kind of like croquet. I always Should we squash. play croquet after squash, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> and then and have a glass of milk? on the ball. Best part of another Eddie Murphy movie. Oh. And she stepped, stepped on, the on the ball. Elliot is duct taped to the wall with the, with the phrase, I'm a whore. Yes. <laughs> Which was another funny little side piece, side story. She gets, she gets tricked by a man. He convinces her that he's not married by just telling her his wife's not around. So she automatically thinks his, wi- his wife has passed away. They kiss. Turns out he still has a wife. She just wasn't around in the room at the time. Yeah. Then Elliot convinces him to be, because she thinks he's scum to go in there yeah. and fess up to his wife what he's done. Yeah, and then after she's done it, she realizes, wait, this could backfire against me. And that was it does. so funny. Sarah was so funny in the in that in that scene where Ugh. he's headed in there to look. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> that woman was good too. She did yeah. a good job. Whore. Yeah, she screams that she's a whore, and then where Elliot runs whore? into Elliot runs into the the room where we're all in, and she goes, she's like, where is that whore? And she's hiding. And then Elliot finally, you know, gets the cojones to step up and say, look, we both been wronged here. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. It's his fault. But she doesn't want to hear it. The yeah. wife doesn't want to hear it. And that she's woman, like, I mean, do you woman, know what I do to whores? Do yeah, but how did that woman do to horse? How did that woman do that? I mean, she had to incapacitate Elliot. Yes, and then and then maybe somehow, Troy, maybe Troy and Crazy Eyes Margot helped, but someone had to help her duct tape Elliot <laughs> to the wall. Up, yeah, <laughs> never, it's never really explained. Yeah, and then one of the last most bizarre things in this fucking episode is that I, Jason Bateman's character, makes me feel bad for not appreciating garbage men, so I wait by the garbage for my garbage man, whose name is Jabari. Jabari. Yeah, I, I definitely made that up because there was a Jabari in my high school. And um, Jabari grabs my ass. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yes, yes. Jabari, you go to hug Jabari and then he grabs your ass, yes. I can't imagine how awkward it is. Uh, that was definitely made up on the day. But Bill or someone was like, wouldn't it be funny if he grabbed your ass? And like saying to that guy, like, hey, sir, how are you? Nice to meet you. Um, so we're going to hug, and then if you wouldn't mind, would you squeeze my ass? <laughs> okay, so I have one beef about this whole thing, yeah. this whole episode. So Cox is there the whole time. The whole time Cox is there. In the hospital. In the hospital. Right. He's there talking about the lotto stuff. He talks to... Uh, he talks to Sarah's character. He right. talks to you and I's so, character. So, yeah, I see you're saying there's a plot hole. Yeah, how can he sit here and talk about there being, uh, you know, nobody, the, nothing being covered when he's there the whole time? Well, that's a good point. 
Um, but he can't, you know, he's no Superman, Donald. He can't cover the entire hospital. I totally understand that. Um, he can't cover the entire, and I think in honest, in all honesty, someone died who shouldn't have died. And Cox is pissed. He's like, you guys fucked up. Like you, but you, turned, left, but he, you left it to the interns. No, but that's not what happened. He died from a pulmonary embolism. Right. We learned that reveal in the end from, from Johnny Castle running in. But I don't, I think at the time Cox, you know, he's kind of bringing down the hammer. He's like, it's, you, you know, fuck ups are going to happen, but you guys fucked up. And now we need to talk about accountability. I can't right. fucking. I can't be the only doctor in this hospital. Where the fuck were you guys? You, you, because of all your fucking Michigas, you left this to the interns, and he's dead. You know, I understand that he was genuinely pissed off and wanted wanted them to be held accountable. But then once they're once they're off the hook, he's still upset. Yeah, well, they're off the hook because they got lucky that it was that it was actually something they had no control over. But they shouldn't be out chasing ostriches and. Fucking right. hooking up with patients' parents and right. we're obsessing about the lottery. Like, there's lives right. to be saved. They can't be fucking around. The whole hospital was obsessing about the lottery, too. So, and then that was really beautiful. That, you know, of course, classic Bill Lawrence, uh, you know, this is the silliest fucking episode so far. And then it ends with that the ghost following us all around. That was beautiful. Casey said, started crying. It's like, oh, my God. I mean, that's the magic of Scrub, yeah. man. And we can say that because we didn't write it. But the fact that this dude and his posse, Bill and his entourage, can can have you looking at an ostrich with a Kango hat and then the next scene you have tears in your eyes because yeah. something is so beautiful as that. That was, that was really good. Yeah. Great episode. I laughed very, great, very Great good. episode. I'm telling you, if you just listen to this show and you don't go watch them, watch that one again. It is... It is so funny. And if you do enjoy Jazz Cabbage, um, you should enjoy Jazz it's Cabbage. It's great. If you're a weed pa- smoker. It will, it will pair nicely with yeah. Jazz Cabbage. <laughs> it pairs well. Um, Joelle, do we have a guest? We do. Um, all right. So we're going to take a break. We're going to empty our bladders. Yes. And um, we will be right back with a really fun guest. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval to Apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, 
Tacovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovis.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Wu-Tang forever. Wu-Tang forever. Or do not. There is no try. All right, we are back. I'm trying, Yoda. I am trying. How's your no weed thing going? It's good. You know, it's not no weed. It's just a lot less weed. Uh-huh. A lot, lot less weed, dude. Like a lot, lot less weed. I went from that's good smoking a crap ton of weed a day to smoking very little weed a day, and I it's actually it actually feels better than smoking a crap ton of weed. I think when you get to the crap ton of weed, you get that addicted shit. And when you smoke just a little, I, know, I don't know. I know, I know of too many people that are addicted to weed. Like anyone who says weed isn't addictive is bullshit. Out of I their know, mind, they're lying. I know people that are like a different 
person now because all they do is smoke weed. Yeah. And I think that's a damn shame. It all is right. a damn shame. Listen, Joel, who do you have for us today? We got a caller who gave us a holler. We can talk Star Wars or sing show tunes, you know, like a baller. Smoke some jazz cabbage. Maybe talk about the episode. So come on, Joel, let's get the show on the road. Give it up for Noah! Hi, Noel. Don't act so surprised, Your Noel. Are you? Noel has a shocked face on. It is. You knew you us. were going to be. You knew you were going to. Yes, be on but the when podcast. you see Donald Faison on, don't Jerome act Monique, so surprised. When you, she's fanning herself like they do in the movies, like they do in church. Like fanning this. her eyes to stop yes. her from crying. Noel, nice to meet you. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh you're yeah. Very, Anytime. You're very, you're very welcome. Where are you calling us from? Oh. I'm calling from a Padunk town, Rolla, Missouri, uh, though Rolla. I'm really from St. Louis. Rolla, Missouri, even though you're from St. Louis. What do you Rolla. do in Rolla, Missouri, uh, Noel? Oh, I'm working from home. Yeah, like a lot of people are. Yeah, you've done a lot of decorating in your, in your, in your beautiful <laughs> home there, Noel. Uh, you, you audience would get that joke um, if you saw that Noel has just a blank white wall behind her. <laughs> and a lamp. <laughs> and, and, a and, lamp. One, and, a, and a lamp. You've got to be able to see. What do you do, Noel? What, what is your work that you do from home? Oh, I process payroll for an international company called Premium Retail Services. Okay. Are you able to skim a little something, something off the top without them knowing? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. Because there you was should. that movie. What, what movie was that, Donald, where they – where they realize that the that the the the, the percentage oh, of tiny cents they steal is the little office something. space office, office space. space oh office space that masterpiece of a movie yeah. Yeah, yeah you could pull an office space Noel and um and just see what happens Noel, Noel I'm they gonna get recommend... caught at the end <laughs> Noel yeah, I'm gonna recommend... caught at the end I'm Noel. gonna recommend you don't do that don't do that Noel but Noel I'm just saying since you know this and you're in charge of payroll you should look at office space and just see if it's viable for you. I, I recommend watching Office Space because yes. it's very funny. Yes. I do not think you should watch it for research on how you should pull a heist. <laughs> <of this movie. laughs> I'm just saying I'm just put it I have never spoken to someone who's actually in payroll, and I just wanted to know if she's considered embezzling like they did in Office Space. Right. I don't think that's the movie to watch. Right. To... We don't promote embezzlement on this yeah. show, Noel. I don't know why you brought it up. Um, Noel, right. welcome. Do you have a question for us? <laughs> um, so... What is the most obscure life advice you've been given to date? The most obscure, obscure life, life advice I've been given to What's date. What's the advice that the mom gives Steve Martin in The Jerk? Uh, or is it the dad? It's the dad, I'm sure. I Don't th- Trust I don't Whitey is one of them. Right, right, right. <laughs> mm. um. <laughs> You laugh because it's true. <laughs> Imagine. What a, Lord what a, loves a working man. Yeah, don't Lord trust loves Whitey. Wait, Lord loves a working man. Don't trust Whitey. And what else? See a doctor and get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best advice ever. <laughs> See a doctor and get rid of it. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen The Jerk, you can't be our friend. 
It's just mm-hmm. a masterpiece. <laughs> um, I don't know. Obscure life advice. Do any of you guys have any good obscure, weird life advice someone's given you? <laughs> I don't know if it's how obscure it is, but like uh, get a morning routine is something that's absolutely changing my professional life. You know, I used to just get up and hop on my computer and start work because I have a lot to do. And I have my brain is clearer in the morning than it is at the end of the day. So I was like, I just got to rush it and get as much done as possible. Um, but then my therapist was like, what, what if you just, you know, took a minute to like really get yourself together and grounded and and see if that would work for you. You know, try doing the same thing every morning um, and see if you're not as stressed out by the time you actually approach your work. And it, it it's working and I really enjoy it. So okay. get a morning routine. That's good. Does Yoda count as obscure life advice? Yes. Do or do not. Do or do not. There is no try. Yeah. I mean. I love it. Yeah. There you go. Write that down. Um, I don't know how obscure it is, but I think one of the most beneficial thing my father told me was just to not be intimidated by asking bold questions and and making bold requests of people. Um, That's something that, Mm. that throughout my life has really paid off because- 98% 98% of the time people go, sure, you know, and, you and, know, and you're like nervous to do it. You're like, oh my God, I'm not going to ask. Like there's this filmmaker I really, really look up to and I, and I, I admire and I, and my, my agent represents him. And I was, this is just a recent example. And I was like, I'm going to ask my agent to ask him if he'll read the script, my, my latest script. Cause like, I, I really love this guy and I'd love his thoughts on it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm kind of nervous. Like, what if he's like, I'm not going to read some. And then he's like, Sure, I'll read it. He read it, gave me amazing notes. And that's just a recent example, but it goes back my whole life. Like, I, I like just having this, like a Jewish, uh, Yiddish expression, chutzpah, which basically means having balls, but like having the chutzpah to just ask bold questions of people, ask big requests of people, um, not get in your head about, oh, well, they're going to think this, they're going to think that. And like, no, step up to the mic and go, hey, person that I, that I admire or look up to. Anyway, that's my pep talk. That's a piece of advice my late father gave me that I always think about. It works now. for you, too, because sometimes you do it and you don't even know that you're doing it. Like you, I remember when Dick Van Dyke was on the show, it was you that asked him to sing while I played. And it, and it was something that I was having a hard time doing. And you did it. It was so, I want to say cavalier how you did it. It was like off the cuff. Like, And then he was like, he's like, he plays Jolly Holiday. And Dick was like, oh, does he? And and, and 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 Zach goes, yeah, he's going to play it for you later. And when he plays it, you should sing along with him. Why don't you sing along with him? That's how you asked him. And he was like, yeah, okay, sure. All right, and that's now, how it now, came about. Of course. But in that example, Donald, I was totally fucking nervous to do that. But I oh. but I stepped up. What I'm saying is the, the, the advice I'm passing forward to Noel and anyone who cares is you step up to the fearful moment and then cross it. I'm, I'm nervous to ask Dick Van Dyke if he'll sing with my best friend. But I think of my father and I summon my chutzpah and I go, Dick, you should sing with Donald. And then, and then you know, what's, what's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to be like, oh, no, I don't sing anymore, but I'd love to hear Donald sing. And what's the best that can happen? One of the fucking greatest moments of your life. Right. Do or do not, there is no try. Same thing. You know what my Same favorite thing. expression is that I've been thinking about li- a lot lately? I don't know who said this. Y'all can Google it if you care. Your life begins at the edge of your comfort zone. Yes. Mm. Yoda. Joel, say preach. Joel, can you preach? Yeah. Yoda. Your life begins at the edge of your comfort zone. 
No, that, Dom from Fast and the Furious said that shit. No, he didn't. That's exactly I mean, how he says life. a version of it in the movie. Yeah. Life. <laughs> well, but I don't he think he originated the line. He didn't write that. It's a famous quote. I don't know who said <laughs> it. <laughs> but I think like about when that a lot. When, when, you, when you have, yeah, when it comes to family, your life begins at the edge of. <laughs> All right. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Noelle, um, what's your next question? If you don't have a second question, it's fine. Donald can beatbox. Yo, I'll punch you right in your dick. I mean, I do want to hear the beatbox. I will punch you right in your dick. Do your little Lamar. Don't say dick in front of Noelle, ass fuck. (laughs) Ass fuck? I'm an ass fuck? Really? You're the fucking ass baby that Schwarzenegger tried to have in that movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, sorry, Noelle. And a rap by little old me, Lamar. Noelle, go ahead. Well, I really like the advice one um, because um, someone had told me, you know, if you start dating in a bar, you break up, you break up in a bar. And I was like, that's not true. And like, legit, it happened to me. <laughs> oh, no. That's really interesting. But let me. Oh, shit. Well, let's so my, go to that. Well, we'll my, just go my, right my to, marriage, we'll go right, my we'll marriage right. could end because. No, you start at the club, Donald. That means your marriage is going to end at the club. At the club. <laughs> I don't think you in case you're going to the club to break up. No. no. <laughs> I think we but, need to. I think but Noel, we, we can just rollers. go right to fix your life, which is what we do. It's time for Missouri's Rolla Missouri's favorite segment. It's time to fix, fix your life. Okay, Noel, you got broken up within a bar. We are here to help you. How can we help? Um, I'm currently looking for a house and a new car, so. <laughs> Well, Joelle, Joelle, do we have one of those free houses to give away? Uh, (laughs) I really wish we did. (laughs) Absolutely just give away free houses. So wait, what's going on? What's going on, Noelle? Okay, well, I'm going to put the drama aside, but I'm just looking for, um, I just got out of a contract for a house, and so I'm looking for another house. Okay. I would love a house with my dreams. (laughs) Okay. Um, But I'm just trying to look for enough space for me okay how long were you in this relationship uh for the house no with the man or the woman whoever it was oh no no it wasn't it was just i got out of a relationship for in the in a contract for the house and it just fell through i see okay Okay. we thought it was romantic relationship you you were you were gonna have a house and it all fell through and now your dream is hey i i have a good job i'm not skimming off the top and i would like a home 
So I will say this, right now is the best time to buy a home because the interest rates are very, 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 very low. That doesn't mean buy and get an interest mortgage, but the interest rates are really low. So your mortgage will be uh, low for however long you own the house. Well, we don't at know about in, what's happening in Missouri. We at least know about in California, it's like in that. California. Right. Um, do you do what I do and obsessively look on all the apps for what you're looking for? Because I love real estate. I'm always, even when I, I just, I'm always like looking. Whenever I visit a place, I get like so into it. And then I go look obsessively and look at real estate in that area. Zillow. I like realtor.com, by the way. They should be our sponsor. That's a really good one. Okay. Yep. You know why? They have this thing. And Joel, you need to tell Realtor.com to be our advertiser because I'm about to give you them. Need a, to real, real let's do that. Let's I'm see. about to give them a big plug right now. They, need to give they them have this thing that I like. It's a feature where you can draw on the screen the area that you're looking for, and it'll oh, just shit. bring up Let me homes. Realtor.com, right? You know what I'm saying? This is the best free right. ad I've ever given these mofo's. No, but you can draw <laughs> on the screen. Like, let's say you're like, oh, I know I want to be in Rala somewhere. And then you can go, well, yeah, but I want to be in this neighborhood of Raleigh. You can just draw on the map with your finger, and then it only brings up houses in that neighborhood. Come on. So, what, Noel, what's your next plan then? So, yeah, what's, what's the what's, move? What's the move, what's the, Noel? What's your next? Why did the last one fall apart? What, what can we do to rectify it? Oh, honestly, there were a lot of issues going on with that house. Okay, good. Well, then you dodged a bullet. You don't want to be in a. In, you ever watch uh, Money Pit? You don't want. You should mm. watch Money Pit after you watch The Jerk. Watch Money Pit. Okay. You don't want to be in a Money Pit. Mm-mm. Yeah. You know, sometimes um, the best thing that can happen is that a door closes. And a door closed for you, and it sounds like you're really bummed out about it, and I get it. But I guarantee you, um, if there were problems and there were red flags, it was a blessing in disguise. Right, Donald? Oh, no, I totally agree. You know. Well, then uh, can you say, mm-hmm, or something? Motherfuck. Listen, man. I don't know which button <laughs> mm-hmm is. Oh, for fuck's sake, just stop talking about your willies. Daniel, I need this labeled. Mm-hmm. There it is. <laughs> I fucking hate that pad now. No, you don't. I hate you love the pad. pad. <laughs> you know why you That's hate great. the pad? Because the pad, first of all, the pad is amazing. Um, you hate the pad because Daniel refuses to update my sound effects. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're, you're, you're tired of the old ones. That's exactly what it is, Zach. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> and the rap by little old me, Lamar. <laughs> oh, classic. Uh, Noel. Um, I don't know how to. I don't know how to fix this, but I'm going to be honest with you. I can't. Uh, she needs my, to find another house that, that that's not yeah. a, a disaster. My specialty is not real estate. Uh, well, mine is. Noel, you have a good job, um, and you have a paycheck, and that's what a bank wants to see that you have mm-hmm. that you have a good job, and then you have money coming in, and that you're reliable, and you pay your bills on time. And it seems to me you'd be a great candidate for to get a mortgage. Um, you just got to find a place that's not going to be a friggin' disaster. And I think that if this place fell through for whatever reason, uh, it wasn't meant to be. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, Donald. Yeah, you know, you're welcome, girl. I wish you the best of luck. Everybody's looking right now for a home, it seems like. It seems like everybody's either buying or selling nowadays. Yeah, uh, lots of, lots happened. Well, people, I think, after COVID are moving, they're going, you know what? COVID made me realize, I'm fuck this here. town. Yeah, fuck yeah. this town. Yeah. I'm getting outbid a lot. Um, folks yeah. are bidding, you know, 50,000 above asking price. Yeah, that Ooh, happens. Lord. 
That's happened. A well, lot. that just means you got to adjust your your what you're looking for a bit, Noel. Because you're right, people. When it gets competitive, they just they you'll get outbid. But they that just, just means running. you gotta you gotta go a little lower than what you gotta calculate that into your into your process. I can do um, that. Right, Donald. No, yeah, no, you're right about. No, that. because in certain areas it's crazy. It's like it's like there's bidding wars. Yeah, there's well, like I said, this is the best time if you're selling a home in California. This is the best time for you right now. Everybody wants some. Even if you're selling homes in Texas, people are buying homes for a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars more than asking price, and that's ridiculous. But hey, that's well, it it's is. supply and demand, my friend. If everybody wants that house, they're gonna fucking drive it up. But no you doubt. don't want to get in a situation where you where you push yourself, uh, Noel, and you really stretched and 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 you paid too much and then you're like oh now i'm fucked i i i'm i have to like eat ramen because i bought this house you know don't overextend yourself so that you don't have room to enjoy life and eat really nice food wait ramen isn't good food well i was thinking like the college ramen in the styrofoam cup i'm sure top oh got it isn't that a stereotypical thing that like poor college kids eat dollar ramen you know what I used to do in college? I would I would take mm. frozen peas, I put them in the microwave, and then I'd pour ranch dressing and I'd mix it all up and have like a ranch dressing pea soup. Wow. <laughs> oh no. Not, I respect oh. that. You knock it, but it's fucking delicious. Or at least I have. I'm a trying to imagine good. it. I don't like peas or ranch, which is really the problem. Oh, then it's not the meal for you, Joel. <laughs> it's really not working. For me. Um, all right, jo- uh, Noel, you're welcome. You're welcome. Good luck. Uh, please email Joel. Give us give give us some some uh, updates, updates. When, when you find yeah. your home. Well, and- I, I'm I'm really excited. I'd love to um, you know ask questions when you go over six oh six. That means my musical episode. I love it. Okay. Mm. Well, thank that's you so much. Yeah, we got that's we have we have some time before we get to six oh six. But we're 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 a season away from that. Yes, but in the meantime, <laughs> I think by the time we get to six oh six, you're gonna have the house of your dreams, Noel. I hope I so. Please, please, please. Hey, that's what I think. vibes are going out there. <laughs> I love uh, thank you all. Yeah. All right, Thanks bye, so Noel. Well. Appreciate bye. it. Bye, Noel. Bye. Bye. Well, take care. Bye. Uh, well, that was great. That was fun. That's the show, everybody. Uh, this was a lot of fun. And um, Daniel, I hope you get your internet fixed. God, I do too. And uh, is there a wait? Let me just ask a question, Daniel. Is there another choice? Is there something you can do? Is there a contract no, mon- that can be monopoly? Spectrum's got a monopoly. They got it unlocked. Um, yeah. I mean, I could switch. I could switch ISPs, but it's more going to be if this is a consistent problem. But this is the first time it's happened in the four months we've lived here. It's intermittently coming in and out right now, and um, you know, I think it'll be okay by the end of the day. So, Daniel, don't temporary punch, outage. Don't punch a hole in your wall. I, oh, <laughs> never. Never. Okay. okay. And never. that was the day Daniel burnt down his house. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, you don't want to burn down your house. Yeah. Fuck this internet! Fuck this internet! That's 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 the curse of being nice all the time. Is that anytime I get upset, people are like, "Whoa, Daniel's upset." Right. Yeah. Daniel's Daniel's big man. Yeah. You, you were giving me you were giving me Bruce Banner vibes. Uh, I seriously saw your neck. Your neck started to turn green. I saw the neck thing. I saw the neck thing. You look like Lou Ferrigno. I saw the neck vein. <laughs> you know what's uh, funny about the, the whatever his name was that turned into Lou Ferrigno? Like he looked nothing like at least at least in the Marvel universe. Right, they kind of look he, like Ruffalo he looks a little looks like, like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Mm. Whatever the actor's name was who turned into Lou Ferrigno, it's like he didn't look anything like Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Wasn't it Bill Bixby? 
Is that what it was, Joel? All right, we're supposed to end Bill the show, Bixby. but give me a quick. I don't want to get this thespian's name wrong. If Donald's uh, right with Bill Bixby, yes. Bill Bixby. Oh, nice. On the Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah. TV it's show like Hulk. Yeah, he grew up yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, if David Banner, Bill, Bill Bixby. If you look at Bill Bixby um, next to Lou Ferrigno, there's not a lot of resemblance. No. So he doesn't just turn into the Hulk. He turns into a different human being. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, everybody. We love you. Uh, stay safe out there, and we'll see you next time. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story that you all should know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.